0: and welcome to another episode today we're going to be debunking mandela effects or at least we're trying to figure out logical explanations as to why they happen and like why exactly a lot of people believe in mandela effects so what mandela effects are like a brief rundown is when a lot of people believe that something happened a certain way but in reality it happened in a completely different way and it's when a large chunk of people have this false memory And like when a few people remember something incorrectly, it makes sense. But when a bunch of them, like thousands or millions of people, believe it in a certain way, it kind of gets confusing as to why a lot of people have like a very specific wrong memory related to an event or a person or anything that the Mandela Effect is about. I have done a bunch of episodes in the past where I discuss some, you know, famous Mandela Effects. I even discussed some Indian Mandela Effects for those of you guys who want to know if there are ones that are more like Indian. There are a couple, so you guys can listen to that episode because they had me completely shook. But some of the most famous ones, I guess, are the Star Wars one. You guys can Google that one as well. It's when he doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. Darth Vader, I haven't seen Star Wars, but I know this one is pretty huge for anyone who's seen Star Wars. They all remember him saying, Luke, I am your father, but he never actually says that. He says, No, I am your father. Another one is Snow White, where everyone remembers and talks about Snow White's um, the evil queen in the story. She says, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, but in the original adaptation, she actually says, Magic Mirror on the Wall and not Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. You know, those things. And yeah, there are a bunch of ones about songs. There are a bunch of you know, very specific Mandela effects about how Kit Kat should be spelled. A lot of people remember Kit Kat having a dash in the middle, but in reality, he doesn't have a dash. A lot of people remember that Pikachu's tail, at the very end of his tail, there was like a black strip, like just like at the end of his tail. But if you look at it now, his entire tail is yellow and there was never like a black strip on his tail. But so many people remember him having a black strip on his tail in a lot of like, I guess, animated versions of it or photos and games, etc. But it's never been there in any Pikachu-related movie or, you know, TV show or anything ever. So those are some of the, I guess, most famous ones, or the ones that I remember right off the bat. But today we're not going to be discussing examples, or we're not going to be discussing any specific ones. We're just going to be trying to figure out why they happen, or, like, why everyone remembers something incorrectly. I'm just trying to logic our way through this, because there are some Mandela effects that I think can be explained by logic and like don't really have you know as such of like a paranormal element related to it but then again there are some that I don't think can be explained ever so we're just going to look through a bunch of stuff that I found online and a bunch of reasonings people have given as to why it happened. Now as we all know that the very first form of this collective misremembering of something was Nelson Mandela when everyone believed that he was actually dead in prison like in the 1980s people remembered it being on the news, people remembered it being on the radio, people remembered it having, you know, the front page of all the news, etc, etc. But in reality, he passed away in 2013, which is very, very recent. But some people still claim to this day that they remember articles and newspapers and other things that claim that Mandela actually died. So that's what coined this whole entire thing. And again there are other examples that have popped up since then but I guess this was like the very first thing which coined the whole Mandela effect. Another one that I think is really funny also from Star Wars is that C-3PO was completely gold but one of his legs was silver. A lot of people remember him being gold like completely and not having a silver leg but now if you go back and look at photos or videos of C-3PO from Star Wars he has one silver legs but people didn't actually believe that that was ever a thing. Now, a lot of scientists explain the Mandela Effect using pseudo-scientific theories. They claim that like these differences arise from movement between parallel realities, which the multiverse. And it's based on a theory that within each universe, alternate versions of every event or objects exist. So in one alternate universe, maybe he did say, Luca, I'm your father. And a Mandela Effect happens when, there is really no explanation to define this properly, but when these multiple parallel realities collide or intercept somehow and then it causes like a glitch in the matrix and it causes this difference another theory or like reason as to why they happen is because of time travelers a lot of time travelers will apparently come back or like come back in history and then change some stuff and then it sometimes they change very minor things and those are the things which people notice which are the mandela effects but again if the time traveler thing was true i think in my personal opinion the changes would be a lot bigger than just small things. If a time traveler was coming back to change something, they would change something bigger. And, like, you know, it would be more noticeable. And it wouldn't be something as small and kind of not as relevant as, you know, a queen saying mirror, mirror on the wall or her saying magic mirror on the wall. They would do something bigger than that. And the proof that we would have of time travelers existing would have been a lot more concrete than just random small changes. Like, what's the point of a time traveller changing something when the only thing he's changing is this tiny thing. Also, I don't know if you can hear, but there's someone right outside my house, just on his motorcycle, doing God knows what with it. So I'll try to remove most of it in post-editing, but if you can hear it, it's not really my fault. So let's talk about some reasons as to why this happens. So the very first like, science is that a lot of people you know, mistakenly recall events or experiences that haven't really occurred, or sometimes they'll remember stuff differently. And it's because of false memory, which is the unconscious manufacturing of fabricated or misinterpreted memories, and it's called confabulation. And it's very common. For example, um, there is a paradigm called the dees Rodegger mcdermott paradigm. I don't know how to pronounce them, but it demonstrates that how learning a list of words that contain closely related items such as bed, pillow, etc., will produce a false recognition of related but non-presented words, such as sleep. So I think this was based off of an experiment where they would give a bunch of people a list of like 10 words, and these 10 words would be very related, like bed, pillow, uh, sleep, etc. And then after allowing them to look at the list and try to memorize it for like a very short amount of time, the list would be taken away from them, and then they would have to write down all the words that they remembered. And sometimes they would remember words that were not originally on the list but are very similar to things on the list so if the list contained items such as bed and pillow and it did not contain a word like sleep they would actually pen down sleep being on the list even though it was never there because it's a related word you know related to the other words that were there on the list so that is something that's pretty common that does happen that's how your brain remembers things and recalls items based on how they will make interlinks or networks in your freaking brain so it does make sense that's how memory works that's how we all remember stuff but it doesn't really account for everyone remembering things the exact same way but again it can happen when something is very close to or very similar to how it actually happened now there's another reason as to why we can have inaccurate memory and that's called source monitoring errors these are errors where people fail to distinguish between real events and imagined events a u.s professor of psychology jim Cohn, demonstrated how he can do this with a procedure that he did called lost in the mall Now in this, he gave his family members a short narrative describing childhood events. One about his brother getting lost in a shopping mall, which was an invented story. Not only did his brother believe that this event happened and he was lost, you know, in his childhood, they also added additional details about it. So whenever he told his family members, oh, I'm going to tell you a story about our childhood, he mentioned his brother getting lost in the mall and then he gave some kind of, you know, story that he cooked up. And what he noticed was that people started to add on to it, like, oh, this also happened and this also happened, proving that when someone remembers an imagined event, they can actually mess up how the details are. Nobody in his family, I think according to this procedure, mentioned that how this thing never happened. They just kind of added on to it and believed that it must have happened. And this is pretty big because I have heard about this multiple times. For a lot of Mandela effects, I think this could be a possible explanation for it is when someone tells you something that you don't remember, even if they're wrong, you're just going to believe them because, first of all, you don't know if it's right or not. Second of all, a lot of the times, people don't really fact-check everything people tell them. If I'm telling you something right now about my life, you might not fact-check it, and not even about my life. If I tell you something right now about something that happened that you didn't remember, you're just going to believe it and that's going to get lodged in your brain. And you're not going to realize that I'm wrong and then it becomes like a game of Chinese whispers I guess when someone you know throws in like a wrong memory or throws in something that they remember incorrectly and it just keeps getting passed on to different people until it becomes something completely different but again a Mandela effect is just this but on a very 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 large scale or a very large sample which is the weird part about Mandela effects in as a whole I guess. Now, another reason why Mandela effect happens is because of something called incorrect recall. And it's because of schema-driven errors. Now, our brain has these organized packets of knowledge that it stores in its direct memory. And schemas are just these uh, packets that we store. And these schemas facilitate understanding of the material, but can often be distorted. Now, there was a book uh, published by Frederick Bartlett in 1932 called Remembering. Now, he read the Indian, Canadian-Indian folktale uh, War of the Ghosts to the participants. He found that listeners omitted unfamiliar details and transformed information to make it more understandable. This process is al- also called effort after meaning, and it occurs in the real-world situations as well. For example, research has previously shown how when participants recall the contents of a psychologist's office, they tend to remember consistent items such as bookshelves and omit the inconsistent items such as a picnic basket. Which is confusing because you would think that your brain would pick up on stuff that was kind of weird and unusual. But according to this theory, your brain just remembers stuff that is very consistent and stuff that it expects to be in a certain environment. Now this schema theory can explain a lot of uh, Mandela effects because stuff like KitKat maybe having a hyphen is just something that can be explained by just generalization of how people spell stuff or a lot of people remember Uncle Pennybags, who was the Monopoly man, having a monocle but he never had a monocle. And it could make sense because given the clothes that you know the Monopoly man wears and like the area or the specific time that he's set in, wearing monocles was pretty common back in that time. So it makes sense that people would expect him to have a monocle but he doesn't have it. So people don't register it that way. I mean, it's a lot about if you think about someone in a very certain environment. If I'm telling you right now to imagine someone going on a hike, you would imagine them wearing a certain kind of outfit. You would imagine them carrying certain supplies with them. But if they don't carry that certain supply, a lot of the times your brain just doesn't process it because it will fill the gaps. Our brains tend to fill the gaps of things that we don't remember. We've all seen it happen to us when we study stuff in exams. We will remember stuff kind of in the beginning and then kind of in the end but if we don't remember how things were in the middle we tend to just fill it up with stuff that we remember the most. For me I see this happening to me all the times when I'm remembering formulas for things like if I have a math exam which has a bunch of formulas which I had one recently and if I don't remember I will remember like a very vague image of how the formula looked like like I know these are the letters that are supposed to be in it that's how it's supposed to look like I know the amount of fractions that's supposed to have and I can visualize just how long it will be but I don't remember the exact intricacies of it or I don't exactly remember how many powers it has or something very specific about that but because I just have to do it because I'm in the middle of an exam I'm just going to guesstimate what feels right to me and if we're going to do it in an exam we're going to unconsciously do it in real life as well so if we remember something a certain way but we don't exactly remember just very specific details about it or a certain bridge that we don't exactly recall perfectly our brains will tend to just fill it up with whatever it feels will fit best in that certain scenario which can also be a pretty good explanation for a lot of mandela effects but again not all of them can be explained that way none of these theories explain it completely which is why mandela effects remain to be a mystery now another error that can happen is called back to reality and the internet can reinforce this by circulating false information. For example, simulations of the 1997 Princess Diana car crash are regularly mistaken for the real footage. And this is something that we have heard a lot because in a lot of conspiracy theories about Princess Diana herself, people claim that because of this footage you can tell that she's being murdered and this wasn't a car crash that happened by accident. But This footage was not real footage, it was a simulation, it was fake, it wasn't how it actually happened, but people just don't remember it that way. Because websites on the internet don't always give you accurate information, and they will omit information sometimes. So if a website or a news article back in the day showed that footage and failed to mention that it was a simulation, or you don't remember it being a simulation because you don't remember reading it or you just forgot, your brain just going to assume that's the real simulation. And the fact that a bunch of people in the world believe that it's real shows that sometimes a lot of people can have a false memory that didn't really happen that way. So I guess that that would be it for today's episode. I went through a lot of these theories and kind of gave my take on them. All of these were from a website that I will link in the show notes because I always like try to link these websites or other resources that i'm reading out of because again none of these theories are my own i'm just reading stuff that i find on the internet and discussing them somehow so some of them are stuff that i read pretty word to word so in case you guys want to read up about it i will link all these websites i always do just saying as what is it called a disclaimer none of these theories are my own all of these are stuff that is coined by other psychologists or people on the internet might not be true might be true might have some element of truth to it again you can't really trust everything on the internet all the time but before we go I thought that I was just gonna read something I found on reddit because I am always on reddit when I'm trying to find you know things that I want to podcast about and I found this uh, article or experience someone mentioned about uh, being in an alternate universe or something so I haven't read it so I'm just gonna read it right now Ooh, I haven't read it makes sense anyway I'm just gonna read it right now just to end this episode on something that we can talk about or something you can take away from it also because I know this episode is kind of short so I'm kind of filling it up a little bit so let's read this so in our province in the Philippines we have a mansion there were only two doors that was the entrance to the house and you would pass the living room on both the doors so me and my family went there for a few days we were from Manila the family on my mother's side lived in that mansion My grandma's sister, who also was the caretaker of my baby brother, had a different house there. First of all, there's way too many information in the story in the first two lines itself, so I hope uh, it's not relevant because I didn't really um, register any of this information. Anyway, moving on. When we were there, she would go to her house and would arrive at the mansion when we would leave already. There was one particular time when me, my dad, and my two cousins were watching TV downstairs. Note that there were only two doors that going through them would mean that you will pass through the living room. We were waiting for her and after a few hours, she came down the stairs with all her luggage and our luggage ready. We were so confused because we didn't know where she came from. She told us that she passed by one of the doors that my dad made eye contact with her. And all of us were so confused. We didn't see her, especially me, since I was near the door the whole time. All of our eyes were on the TV, but occasionally we would go to our phones or look at the door. I actually have loads of other experiences like this. So what this story is trying to say is that all of these people were sitting in the living room where they were, I guess, waiting for their aunt or someone to come because she was somewhere else. She wasn't in the house. And while they were waiting in the living room, watching TV and doing other stuff, both of the doors that they could enter from, both of the doors that the aunt or whoever the lady in question was going to enter from were in the living room. So if she had to enter the house which she was supposed to, she would pass through the living room and everyone in the living room would see her. But apparently she came in somehow, nobody saw her, she went upstairs, did all the stuff she was supposed to do, got her luggage ready and then came down the stairs and everyone was confused because no one actually saw her coming inside. And this, I guess, happens to a bunch of people where they don't remember stuff like this happening but it happens and they feel like It doesn't make any sense, but think about it this way. For those of you who drive, which I'm pretty sure all of you drive, not all of you, some of you drive, I don't drive, some of you drive, but a lot of the times when you're driving and if you're a seasoned driver who's been driving for a long time, you don't realize you're driving, you're just sitting in your car and it happens kind of by itself and it becomes habit. So a lot of the times you don't realize that you're doing things because you're just so used to doing them if that makes any sense. I know a lot of people who will just sit in a car and then they'll drive and then they'll snap out of it and realize they've been driving for like 30 minutes and they've reached back, ha- back to their house and they don't remember technically driving because when you do things, very often it becomes very habitable to you. So I guess they don't remember it happening. What I'm trying to explain here is that sometimes things happen and because you're kind of busy or you're very zoned out of it, you don't remember them happening, but they do happen. That's all I'm trying to say. Sometimes people don't remember everything happening all the time. So these people might have been sitting in the living room and maybe she did come, but all of them just forgot that she came. And when she came down for the second time, all of them kind of got confused. So this was something that might have happened to one person, but it just happened to a lot of them at the same exact time, which is, I guess, pretty weird so yeah that would be it for this episode I don't know if you guys are liking Vlogmas so far I have reached a point now where I'm kind of out of ideas as I've mentioned in multiple episodes in the past as well and after a while I'm pretty sure this does get tiring so I do realize now that I might have taken on too much because I sometimes don't feel like recording episodes and I'm just recording them because I just have to get an episode out I feel like but anyway I've taken up this challenge so I am going to complete it And hopefully, after Vlogmas is over, I'm going to take a couple of weeks or three, four weeks break, I don't know, maybe a month long break and then come back with something that I feel kind of excited to post about because right now I feel like it's become routine and I don't want it to become routine. I want this to become fun again. Anyway, we might, I'm just going to end Vlogmas, like the very last episode, which is probably going to be on Christmas. Just going through what I felt about this entire process and just going through everything. So, I hope you enjoy that. I hope you enjoy this episode, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye bye.